Hello and welcome back to another edition of Motor City Bets. My name is Trevor and as always, I'm hosted by Josh Gatowski. Josh, how you doing today, sir? I am doing pretty good, Trevor. You know, it's been a little bit since you and I have last talked. It's 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 good to hear your voice again. It's fantastic um, to hear your voice again, sir. Yeah, I took, you know, I took a little time away from the Motor City. It just didn't seem right to do a Motor City bets outside of outside of the Motor City. So I'm happy to be back. Fair. Happy to bring the show back. You know, I'm excited for this week. You know, I took an entire four or five days off gambling. Felt pretty good. Ooh. I'm uh, I'm seeing the board in new lights. I'm okay. feeling things a little bit differently here. You know, I was I was on vacation and, and I was able to get some clarity on where I was missing beforehand. Uh, I'm 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 glad to hear that for you, man. Wow. Thank you, sir. Unfortunately, though, the first thing I did when my flight landed in Detroit was uh, <laughs> fire up the whole fan duel and yes, sir. placed a couple couple wagers, and unfortunately, everything lost. <laughs> I went over <laughs> six tonight. <laughs> so maybe Welcome the vacation home. didn't. Yeah, exactly. It was a, not only was it ninety degrees this morning when I when I left Florida, it was also. You know, not snowing. I come home to a blizzard and going 0 for 6 to start to start the week off. It's pretty, pretty admirable. Josh, how was your weekend, buddy? What did you do since the last time we talked? Let's see. I definitely kept up with with some gambling. Uh, I was a busy bird, I would say, this weekend when it pertains to Saturday and Sunday. I had a big UFC boost hit through FanDuel for... Usman and I can't remember this other guy's name, but um, they were boosted from both of them winning from like minus 109 to like plus 150 through 50 on that. Had a nice little $75 payout. And then we had to spread the love campaign here in Michigan with the Wolverines who just got back from a 20-day abyss miss and just... You know, they had to stay out because of COVID. That and was the last bet I was able to play. So I was able to get in on that before uh, before I was gone. So I was pretty, oh, happy, thank pretty happy to be a part of that. I don't oftentimes root for the for the other team, but uh it's happy free to money. <laughs> yeah, I'll take free money anytime I can get it. But, Josh, before we get too much further into the show here, I want to first of all remind everybody, if you have a gambling problem, to please call 1-800-GAMBLER. And do remember that Josh and I are only offering our intake here. Don't, you know, don't take us, you know, for being not me. I am am off. (laughs) That being said, though, Josh, you know, I want to try and and give everyone a heads up of what we're going to be talking about today. We got two segments for you. We're going to go over some Detroit sports news, which Josh was kind of hitting on a little bit already with Michigan coming back. Then we're going to introduce a new segment here. We're going to talk about the big game of the weeks. So naturally, we're not a daily show here, so we can't give you the kind of, you know, the the clairvoyance that you may need to navigate the waters that is online gambling every day. <laughs> but we want to point out a couple of games that might be pretty interesting to, to watch for later on in this week when we're not talking to you guys every day. And as always, we're going to end the show with our picks. Spoiler alert, I went 0 for 3 again. But we'll get we'll get to that a little bit later. Josh, Oof. I think it's uh, about time that we start off with our first segment today, Detroit Sports News. Can you can you fill us in on what happened with Michigan State this weekend? I wasn't on my phone too much, but I 
I got oh. I got sent some tweets indicating the damage. What what went wrong there? Trevor, if there's one thing that I learned from from this weekend, I'm done. I'm done gambling on MSU basketball for the remainder of this year. Really? You just put yourself in timeout and just no more. No more. I I, I was I was so locked into this game and something was telling me, you know what? Gabe Brown is back. Michigan State played Iowa really, really tough the last time the two teams played. I think Gabe Brown's going to be the difference here. I took a last-minute money line bet on them. Then they start getting hammered. So I'm like, all right, I got to make my money back. I take them plus 16 and a half. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way these guys lose by more than 17 points. And I say it goes to 17 and a half. I'm like, I'm hammering this again. 17, 18 so you, points. You tripled no down way. on your bad decision. <laughs> I tripled down on my bad decision, Trevor, and it bit me. In what, the do, what do we learn ass. here, Josh? What do we learn from taking live betting to try and evaluate our mistakes? It never works. It, it doesn't never ever fu- work, dude. I, I tried that even tonight works. on fucking hockey. Literally tonight, I live bet on uh, Toronto. They had a crazy game. They were up at one point. This is in Detroit sports, so I don't want to spend too much time on it. But Toronto was up 5-1 with like nine minutes left in the second period. Or 5-1 with like nine minutes left in the second period. And it's just against the Ottawa Senators, who are one of the worst teams in the NHL. That Ottawa Senators won six to five. I had the <laughs> Leafs to cover, and so I was feeling pretty confident. And then I saw Ottawa start scoring, and I was like, "That's kind of crazy." And instead of jumping on Ottawa, like you may think that I should do, I doubled down on the fucking Leafs. I hate the Maple Leafs. I don't even know why I did that. I lost everything. Just terrible. Fucking terrible. Sorry to cut you off there, Josh. So Michigan State lost. Any other? Any other basketball related? Michigan news this weekend while I was gone? Let's see. Yeah, I mean, Michigan looks like a top three team. Damn in, it. I hate college that. basketball. I, I really know. fucking hate that. I know, Trevor, but God damn it. This team just came off a 20-minute you know, delay due to COVID and having to pass on games. And they came out, and they were getting beat. I, oh my! I, I, I wanted to bet on this game. Uh, you know, I saw the spread, the love, and then I saw Michigan was you know plus one, and I was like, "This team's good," but I didn't I didn't place that bet. And then I see at halftime that Michigan's down like eight. I'm like, uh, you know what? I'm glad I didn't bet on this game. And I was like, then I saw I look in the last like two minutes, and Michigan's like up seven, and I was like, God. Damn it, why didn't I just go with my gut and hammer Michigan plus one or hammer the money line? So Michigan's really good. That's about the only promising team here in the state of Michigan at this moment. But then for other big sports news, um, as it pertains to basketball, Trevor, we are now seeing the end of an era for the face of Detroit basketball. Blake Griffin is being sidelined, basically a healthy scratch, as the Pistons are now looking 
to kind of move forward in this rebuild and move on from Blake Griffin. When you heard about this, Trevor, tell me a little bit about what your initial reaction was and, you know, what you kind of see happening for the Pistons moving forward. Yeah, so I'm not a big, admittedly not a not an NBA guy. I don't really don't really watch it. Don't really keep up to date with any of it. As I've said many many times on this show, I get pretty much all my NBA knowledge via Twitter, and that's exactly where I saw the Blake Griffin news. And and I just was, you know, I thought that his era here was a little underwhelming. I was shocked and puzzled when I saw that we had traded for him or he signed here. However, the hell that went down from LA. And I think that, you know, I think that he brought some of that L.A. star power here, but I think he brought it at the wrong time. I wish that we could have gotten that Blake Griffin on the team that will eventually be in Detroit because I feel like we kind of wasted some of his career, which is unfortunate. I hope that we can get him to a team where, you know, he can maybe get some bench minutes and just ride himself to a championship so he can retire a champion. I'm a, I mean, I, I think he's a good guy. I don't have any issues with him, and I, I'm, I'm going to be sad to see him leave. I followed the NBA for about one year of my life, and that one year I was a – Blake Griffin was my favorite player in the league. So when I found he was coming to Detroit, you know, I was pretty, pretty juiced about it. So I'm sad to see him go. But typically when you trade star talent like that, it usually means that a brighter future is coming. And I posted an article from our, account, our Twitter account Follow us at Motor City Bets on Twitter um, from The Athletic. Talking about just like the different states of all the various rebuilding franchises in Detroit. And that article kept hitting constantly on the different themes that we've discussed on this show. Just like the whole city is kind of in this, you know, rebuild, hope for the future type phase right now. And I think that a lot of the athletic beat writers were really giving props to the front office of the Detroit Pistons. And I think that, you know, it takes a little bit of guts to part ways with the face of your franchise. So I'll be I'll be curious to see where that goes. I'm not going to really follow up too much on it, but I'll, I'll get some hot takes on Twitter and that'll be enough for me. <laughs> no, yeah, you're you, you had a lot of a good points there, Trevor. To me, this was a very, very, very telling component and step in the direction that Troy Weaver has for the franchise of the Detroit Pistons. He has come out now and publicly said that, you know, Blake Griffin has given a lot of time and a lot of energy to this franchise and he wants to reward him for that. But at the same time, he knows that it's more important for Sekou Dumboya and Sadiq Bey to be getting minutes because that's what's critical to the future and the development and growth of this team. And I think, you know, with between the Derrick Rose and now this Blake Griffin situation, I think the Pistons franchise is doing something incredibly classy and, you know, really appreciating and showing some respect to, you know, Blake Griffin for everything that he's done for the city. Because when he got traded here, I remember initially I was shocked and I was thinking to myself, why the hell would Blake Griffin want to come to Detroit? But that man never, ever complained about getting traded here. He embraced this city. He embraced what Detroit basketball is all about. And I'm really excited 
for the future of Detroit basketball. I wish Blake Griffin the best of luck wherever he goes. I really would like us to trade him without having to give up any assets, but he's really been on a, a significant decline. So if we have to just reach a buyout with Blake Griffin, I'm completely comfortable with that. And I'm more than willing to accept that from a management slash fan side uh, point of view. Yeah, man, it's definitely been a tough, a tough little spring here so far for faces of Detroit sports. It's got me a little bit concerned about, you know, what the wings might be looking to do here. Fortunately, we don't really have any like longstanding veterans anymore. We've kind of phased ourselves out of them over the past few years here. Trevor, listen, listen to this statistic. The longest tenured piston now is Svi Mikhailu, who's been on the team since 2019. Oh, my God. That's that's kind of a crazy stuff. I mean, like I, I like that, though, because, I mean, I feel like a lot of times, especially in Detroit, we don't really move on from players. No. We sign them to long contracts. You know, yep. they do good things when they're young, and we just kind of reward them for the rest of time. Yep. And as a fan, I, I, I love that, but it also as a fan, I hate that. So I'm happy to see the Pistons <laughs> kind of put a stern foot forward and, and actually try and do something that's probably going to make a difference here. The question is, like, you know, I feel like Troy Weaver's been off to a real hot start. Can he maintain his hot start? You know, I, I feel like he's not going to hit on all of these decisions. And I feel like when you start – trading away guys that are faces of franchises if you don't keep up the momentum the fans are like i i just don't think that he has the longest leash out of all the rebuilding detroit teams right now no i i definitely agree with that 100 percent. that being said though josh i want to is there any, is there any other detroit pistons news i want to i want to hop along here to the to the red wings no let's keep moving baby so the Red Wings are looking slightly like a semi-competent. I can't put enough like words in front of this to like non-declarative words in front of this, but the Wings are looking somewhat okay. They, okay. they played a very solid game against Nashville on Saturday or Sunday. I didn't. I don't. I didn't really have a chance to watch it too much, but I was catching <laughs> highlights, and I was actually at the Panthers versus Lightning, and I they, they were oh showing other Central teams uh, like up on the scoreboard and stuff like that yeah i was sure. at a real live sporting event this past weekend how how was it was that? fucking sick it was oh. so nice to go spend 11 dollars on a goddamn beer <laughs> and yell meaninglessly into the crowd it was fantastic dude um, the only problem was the panthers decided to completely shit the bed They've been they're nine two and two on the season so far, Oof. and one of their regulation losses was to our Detroit Red Wings, and the other regulation loss is what I saw Saturday night. So they shit the bed. It was six to one. They they got absolutely kicked in, but they uh, they they <laughs> played the Lightning again tonight, and they they kicked them back in. So I just you know I would have liked to have seen the Panthers play to the level that they're capable of. They're a really good team this year, and they're off to a great start. So. You know, unfortunate. I'm, I'm rooting for him a little bit, though. I mean, never against the Wings, obviously, but, like, I I wouldn't mind seeing them do pretty well. Um, that being said, like, yeah, the Wings are on a little bit of a run. They have a two-game point streak right now, which means almost nothing <laughs> because they, they got that win against Nashville, and they went they had an overtime loss today. But 
today's game and, you know, the game on Saturday from the highlights that I saw and just the recaps I've read, the Wings are playing like they are able to like – they're playing with a little bit of confidence again. You know, they were on a nine-game losing streak back there for a little bit, and I they just didn't have any momentum, no steam, no – no fight left. And now they're getting a little bit of fight back. And it's cool to see. I think that, you know, this team's still going to be terrible. My over 43 and a half point future bet on the wings is looking a little gruesome as they're sitting there with only 11 points now. And they're <laughs> 16 or 17 games into a 56 game season. But it's not, it's, not over. Season's not over. It's not over. And, uh, you know, anytime that these young guys can, I mean, it's the same across all, all the rebuilding Detroit sports team. Anytime you can get these young guys minutes and get them, you know, some experience, it, it's going to be good long term. I think that, you know, I think that the wings, if you look at them from an advanced statistics perspective, which the athletic, which I will constantly plug because I think it's a fantastic company. It's $3.99 a month. No free ads, obviously, but like they do a great job. Their writing's amazing. Of course. Completely worth it. That being said, though, um, you know, the wings are doing a really good job from an expected goals for percentage. So like during on five on five play, their expected goals for is like 55%, which I mean obviously 50 50 is average. And last season they were at 38%. So that's, that's a pretty big yeah. increase. The only problem is that Detroit's just getting just killed on special teams. Their power play, I think, has gone seven or eight games now without a goal. They have four power play goals in the season. They're seven percent. The number one power play unit in the NHL is the Caps, and they're at thirty-four percent. This is a little frame of reference for everybody who may not, you know, have that index in their hand uh, on the top of their head. So, yeah, they're, they're, their power play is terrible if they can figure that out, which, I mean, I feel like they should just start practicing that, you know, at practice. Like That's what I would do if I was a coach. I'd make them practice the thing they're terrible at. But I'm not a coach. I'm just a fan. And from my couch, <laughs> it looks terrible. I'm sure that they're doing stuff to try and fix it, but – there's a little bit of feeling of hope in there, you know. It's it's starting to become mid February. Mid February turns to late February, which turns to March. Springs on the horizon, and you know we're nowhere near yet as it's currently blizzarding, getting like nine inches of snow tonight. But you know, I feel like there's potential for positive positivity on the horizon here. That being said, Josh. The only other two major Detroit sports would be the Lions, which I don't think there was anything that came out recently about them. Mm-mm. Other than I am incredibly excited for MCDC. I can't wait for what those Maybe. guys are going to be able to put on the field. There's some pretty big free agents on the defensive side of the ball, especially at those edge rushing positions. So I feel like it'll be interesting to see if Brad Holmes tries to make a splash in the free agency market this year. If he doesn't make a splash in the free agency market, I think that, that kind of can tell us as the fans to not have pretty much any expectations. But, you know, if he starts trying to sign a couple of those those free agents, then, you know, maybe we'll see. I, I, it's way too early in the offseason. I don't even know. The offseason hasn't even officially started yet. We have until March 12th before we can even do anything free agency-wise. So, you know, keep that in the back of your mind, folks. If you have any crazy ideas or you hear anything, tag us on Twitter. We love to discuss about it. That being said, the Tigers, we're about a week away from spring training for pitchers and catchers to sign in. They're supposed to be hyped this year, so we're going to follow them as long as 
as long as we can. We're going to see how far we can make it into the MLB season. I'm excited to at least try. Uh, this will be my first time since I was a little kid. I used to I used to love going to games with like my grandparents. It was a lot of fun. So maybe I can resp- like rekindle that 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 spirit again. However, Josh, there are a lot of other big games going on this week. So I think that we've kind of covered Detroit enough for tonight. I want to switch over to our next segment, which is just the big games of the week. I'm going to go ahead real quick. So we are going to focus so far just uh, like for tonight. We're going to focus on the NHL and obviously uh, NCAA men's basketball. So I'm going to start. I'm going to start with the NHL tonight. We have Washington versus Pittsburgh. It's probably going to be one of the last. It could be one of the last times that we see Ovechkin versus Crosby truly, you know, in the prime type game here. I mean, they're going to play a couple more times this season, but there's new management coming into Pittsburgh. Ron Hextel just got hired. He was the former coach of the Flyers. So that's going to be kind of weird considering those two teams used to really hate each other. But it should be interesting. There has been talks that, you know, Crosby might get moved around the trade deadline. Really? Which would be something to see <laughs> for sure. So, you know, anytime that you can get a chance to see Crosby versus Ovechkin, I think that you got to you gotta try and hammer it. Um, I do have some action on this game, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save that for my picks later on. Okay. Another game uh, tonight would be the Avs versus Vegas. At, the Avalanche have been off on some COVID restrictions for a while, but it's, it's often been said that the two best teams in the Western Conference are the – the Avs and, and the Golden Knights. Now, obviously, the, the divisions are all funky this year, but those two teams should still be playing pretty competitive. And and I think that the Avs are going to come off this this break. You know, they had some guys who were injured, so I think this will be good for them to kind of you know, get their groove back. And I think this should be a pretty good dogfight. You have any you have any Tuesday night games, Josh, for men's basketball? Yeah, so Tuesday night, we've got Little Big Ten matchup. We've got number five Illinois taking on the Wildcats from Northwestern. You know, I think it's without question this year that the Big Ten is the best conference in college, and it's not even up for debate. You've got Michigan at three, Ohio State at four, Illinois at five. Then you've got Iowa, Wisconsin. You know, you've got normally you'll have Michigan State in there this year. RIP. That's yeah. This year that's just non-existent, and it makes me sick and upset. But next year, next year is going to be a very different year for Michigan State basketball. But you know, Illinois is led by their two-headed monster of Io DeSuma and Kofi Cockburn. They're they're a top five team for a reason. This team is going to be very, very good. I see. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put it past. I think. I think their head coach is Brad Underwood. I'm not gonna put it past Coach Underwood in that defense, and I can see Illinois making a run come March, whether it's the Big Ten tournament or the actual Big Dance. This Illinois team is is very, very special, you know, led by Io DeSumo and Kofi Cockburn. When those two are on, they're a very, very scary duo to, to, to mess with. 
in the Big Ten. Let's see. Trevor, do we – oh, yeah, go ahead. I just want to add on there. So, you know, we don't, we're not going to have lines for all these games because we're starting to look kind of advanced in the week. But for Tuesday night, we do. And the the line here is 12.5 favoriting Illinois in this game. And I, and I could see Northwestern kind of keeping this game close. Um, just because Northwestern always seems to throw a wrench in every Big Ten team's plan across pretty much every sport. So I, I'm not – this isn't like a Trevor Lang pick, but mm-hmm. it might be sneaky good to have Northwestern cover that spread. I, I could see it happening. Michigan State also plays Purdue tonight. I don't – I'm going to probably nope. bet on them because nope. I have Tech I support my school, but Trevor, Josh, you can support. I, I think that you can't. You should not bet on them. Trevor, you can support your school without pissing away your money. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Trevor, I mean. You, you would ha- it would be more beneficial for you to light a $20 bill than to throw $20 on this game. You would feel more satisfaction from taking a torch well, and Michigan lighting State a $20 bill. Michigan still has bill. a chance to get into the tournament, right? Oh, <sighs> God, I mean, algebraically, if they went out, yeah, because they're going to beat, like, I think six top 25 teams. But, God damn it, Trevor, that's not going to happen. I can't. I haven't gotten to wrapping my head around that yet, Josh. I won't lie to you. I, I haven't I haven't gotten there yet. Maybe. But, yeah, how about this? How about you? How about you back up a bet on Michigan State three times when it's a 17-point game that you need them to cover and they just refuse to do it and get their asses handed to them by 30? Then we'll talk. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Then maybe you'll learn your lesson. Uh, I respect you for for stand for for hold the line there, sir. Uh, Let's let's look ahead to Wednesday night. Wednesday is, I don't know if they're still trying to do this, but from the UC Wednesday rivalry night in America, and uh, we have Detroit versus Chicago. Uh, they play, They played tonight, and who knows? There's almost no day-over-day momentum in this league right now. <laughs> but maybe Detroit can still bring a little bit of heat. I feel like that game should be good just because I think that, you know, Anytime that you lose an OT and you have to face the same team the next week or the next game, I feel like there's a good chance that that still remains pretty fiery. You know, the fun part about all these, you know, reallocated divisions and only playing within your division is that things have gotten really chippy. So I'm hoping to see a little bit of that chippiness come Wednesday out of Detroit. Um, the other game I have in the NHL for the 17th, which is Wednesday, is Ottawa versus Toronto. I talked about a little bit earlier on in the show, but Toronto blew a 5-1 lead, and they're getting absolutely roasted across the internet. All of Canadian hockey Twitter is just having a field day. So I fully expect Toronto to come out in that game and absolutely dominate. I may throw a bet that they shut out Ottawa. Like I might I might do that. Really? They're going to be playing like they the media is focused around the Toronto Maple Leafs and, and they lost embarrassingly tonight. So, so I fully expect them to they're going to they're playing the same team on Wednesday. That they lost to embarrassingly tonight in the Senators. I, I, I fully believe they're going to come out just guns blazing and, and try 
and succeed in absolutely riding that ship. So let me ask you this, Trevor. Uh, you know, I'm, I would say I'm a beginner when it comes to gambling for hockey. I usually listen to some some TikTok accounts, Instagram accounts that kind of just say like, hey, our model says the value is in this hockey game. And that's usually when I'm doing my hockey picks. Is this is this a lock? Is this a is this a Trevor Lang? Can't yeah, Josh. Lock. I I think I think it is. I I don't know how in the I, if the Toronto Maple Leafs don't come out and absolutely show face here on on Wednesday night, then they should not be showing face at all. Like they need to take a week or two on COVID break. If wow. they don't come out and just absolutely blow the doors off Ottawa, then they should just retire for at least a week. Okay. This um, might be my are you a legitimate team or not bet of the month? <laughs> Cause if they can't if they can't come out and really like they should be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And like I mean, based off of Twitter, they definitely seem like they ought to be. So we'll see. I, I, I might hammer I might I might sprinkle a little bit on, on that shutout. Uh, I'm right. still trying to I'm still trying to work out my own philosophies with playing the NHL because it's so goddamn hard. <laughs> I've built a couple different models. They're not great. <laughs> Admittedly. Uh, I'm working on getting those figured out. We'll we'll find a way. Any any Wednesday night picks for you, sir? Uh let's see. Wednesday night we've got, you know, college basketball, we've got a nice little Big 12 matchup. Top 15, we've got Texas taking on Oklahoma Sooners. I have not watched a whole lot of either team. I know I've bet on both teams before, and I've lost both times I've bet on these teams. Um, So I won't be betting on this game because neither team gave me any reason to help help be willing to put some any any sort of money on them. Um, I probably won't on them either. I do like underdogs when we start to get this close to March, though. I feel like there's just something in the air where everyone gets yep. a little riskier. Exactly. That Oklahoma at number nine. I mean, they're good. That Texas at number twelve seems like a pretty good value. I'm not. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not putting. <laughs> I'm not necessarily saying anything. I just. When it starts to get to be this time of the year, I, I really like underdogs in the in, in men's basketball. And I think that if I do decide to bet on anything, I'm probably going to take Texas just simply based off of this is a system bet here. Well, that it's, that close, it's that, second half of February, close to March. Got to start taking underdogs. Can't forget about McConaughey. Exactly. That's true, too. I mean, he's just got such a smooth image to himself that like you can't it's it's hard for me to want if i was to bet it'd be hard for me to bet against texas exactly which then kind of makes me want to hammer oklahoma because i'm <laughs> such a goddamn squid so no i'm gonna take texas don't put this on my card officially but you know if texas it goes along to go ahead and win this game we'll obviously be talking about it on friday and we might have just established a Motor City Bets college basketball system. And if we do that, then obviously we're going to have a bunch of system plays coming, coming ahead for you. Anything yeah. else for the college basketball front for you on uh, thir- on Wednesday night, Josh? Nothing else on the uh, on the basketball front for Wednesday night. What do we uh, – What we got anything lined up for Thursday night here, Trevor? We do, in, sir. In so NHL? I have already kind of covered this a little bit, but on Thursday night – 
Ottawa and Toronto play again. Again? Yeah, uh, now they're on a back-to-back and then three times in five days. So I'm expecting, you know, lock of the month, Toronto to absolutely come out and dick kick everybody Wednesday night. I think Thursday, everyone's legs are going to be tired from how much work they put in on Wednesday night. So I'm, I'm going to take the under in that game. I think Toronto wins. And I'm going to take the under. Don't know what any of these lines are yet. Um, but, but I feel like the under, the under makes sense there because it doesn't make sense. Other than that, we have Tampa Bay Lightning versus Dallas Stars. That is going to be a little Stanley Cup rematch. I feel like any time in the season following a Stanley Cup, those two teams that are involved, anytime they play each other, there's like a little bit extra. They're playing for a little bit more, you know, I feel like. And, I, and mm-hmm. Dallas is Dallas needs to start kind of getting their, their groove back going again. Tampa Bay has been good. They've just been a solid team. So I think that that'll be a pretty good game. I, I expect Tampa Bay to go ahead and win that, but. I would want to see those those lines before I make any kind of decisions. I don't know who would really be favored there or how far the difference would be. I, I would assume Tampa is probably the favorite, but I would probably take Dallas to cover, honestly. That's fair. I bet on the Stars last week, and I got kicked in the fucking teeth for it. Welcome to betting with the NHL. It's my favorite. I hope I can survive long enough to make it back to the NFL. The only place I make any fucking money. <laughs> we just need to somehow find a way to to really make it to September. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Hell, hell, let's hope we can make it to preseason football. Maybe we'll be able to gamble on that. <laughs> I think I'm gonna get hot on baseball, dude. I was I was on a heater in the World Cup or World Cup fuck. The World, World Cup. Series. There we go. World Series. <laughs> I was I was I was getting it. So maybe maybe baseball is going to be it for me this year because hockey shoes <laughs> fuck hasn't been. Think we'd be able to bet on any like live scrimmages in the NFL and like <laughs> training camp or OTAs. I hope so, man. Because I think <laughs> I mean football. I just have I'm dialed in. Shame the season had to end so soon. But Josh, Friday night, I'm seeing on the ticket here a pretty big Big Ten showdown. So number 11, Iowa, number 21, Wisconsin. What are your thoughts on this game? What makes it a big game of the week? Oh, baby. Yeah, so Thursday night, we've got a huge Big Ten tilt. We've got Iowa and Wisconsin. This game is in Madison. I think that's pretty big. It is. 11, number 11, Iowa versus number 21, Wisconsin. Both teams, very, very talented. Again, it just God, this matchup. I have it in one of my picks, so I'm not gonna give away my selection right now. I made it kind of just a gut, a just a gut pick for for one of my picks for for this week. Oh God. Um, well, I really don't want to go back. Let's save it. it. Let's save it. Let's uh, yeah, save, we'll, we'll I, save you. Well, a little stay tuned for a little bit later on. We'll hear Josh's pick. My thoughts on this game are pretty simple. I fucking hate Iowa. They embarrassed us, embarrassed us twice this year. Eh, the first time we didn't get embarrassed. I feel embarrassed. So I, did they this, personally yeah. embarrassed me twice this year. Um, and so I'm going to go Wisconsin. It's in Wisconsin. Fuck Luca Garza. 
Right. Just kick rocks, kid. Like I don't know. I'm done. I'm done with Iowa. I'm I'm pro Big Ten, and this is gonna this is gonna come off as a really hot take. But like I wouldn't even be the most pissed if Michigan beats Iowa. And I fucking hate Michigan too. Like I'm, I'm out on both wow. those teams. I'm officially putting Iowa with my fuck you in the Big Ten list, which is basically <laughs> just Michigan. So they're there now. I hate them. I hate them in all sports. Doesn't matter. I don't care if it's fucking women's field hockey. Any team but Iowa. That's <laughs> where I'm at. So, fuck them. Wisconsin, simply because I hate Iowa now. I, well, Josh, I think wow. that we've, we've thrown around <laughs> quite a lot of, you know, genius insight into these big games of the week. Oh, we and I think it's time that we need to go put our mouse, you know, where... <laughs> Put our money where our mouth is. That's what it is, yeah. <laughs> Coming off a long vacation, people, I apologize. <laughs> Time to put the money where our mouths are. Let's move on to our final segment of the night, our picks. So I'm going to start things off by reminding everybody that I am a stunning 3-14-1 on the You're show. on a heater. You're on a heater. I went 0-3 last week again. So lately on the, the pick segment of the show, I've been just riding my, my home teams, been riding teams I care about, been betting with passion, and that has just fucked me. Wings money line, baby. So I hate to give it away too early, but there will be no wings money line in my picks for oh, this week. Oh, damn it. I'm going to have to change things up. Um, so I'm going to start off by that game that I was talking about in the big game of the week, Washington versus Pittsburgh. Washington right now is plus 104 on the Barstool Sportsbook money line. And I think that, you know, Pittsburgh's kind of had their way with them throughout the course of this year and pretty much throughout the course of history. I think that Washington steps up. I hope Washington steps up. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. I just hope. I hope Alexander Ovechkin can do the right thing here and just score more goals than all of Pittsburgh and I'll be happy. Is the exactly. team scores more goals wins, and that's what I need out of Washington. Ninety percent of the time. True. Next up on my list is Dallas versus Predators. This is also tonight. All of my picks are tonight <laughs> because I want to get this bandage yeah. ripped off real it's, quick. I want. I don't want to be three and zero going into Wednesday morning, or I want to just sulk in being zero and three. Oh, zero and three, so that you can save yourself until until Friday. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so my second pick, Dallas versus the Predators. I'm taking Dallas money line. The odds in the Barstool Sportsbook for that were minus one fifty seven. I think it's pretty fair value. I don't see how Dallas really loses this game. Preds were, you know, they were in the Stanley Cup a couple of years ago and they just have fallen from grace since then. Which really goes to show you, you know, how special it is for those teams that can stay in contention year in and year out across pretty much any sport. It's really hard to do that. And, you know, not it really shows how great those other franchises are. Unfortunately for the Preds, their time's probably passed. Gonna have to hammer Dallas here. And finally, I'm going back to the basics of this one. Here we go. Yep. Colorado Avalanche have made me probably the most money in the NHL to any team yet. That is not fact check proven, but feels like it's true. So they're they're facing off against Vegas tonight. I have them to win in regulation. For Colorado, went outright was minus one ninety seven in the Barstool Sportsbook. 
for them to win in regulation was minus 107. So I'm going to take that for value. And this game's going to go to overtime. I'm just going to be sad. So <laughs> can't wait for that. Pretty excited. <clears throat> oh, God, Trevor. That would, I will. I pray that that game doesn't go to overtime, but maybe for the it sake will. of this podcast, it, it <laughs> I kind of wish. <laughs> Might go to a fucking shootout. All right. Well, those are some, you know, some interesting picks. Um, for the sake of your wallet, I hope you go three and zero. For the sake of this podcast, I hope you go zero and three. You continue on that <laughs> heater that you're on. Thank you, sir. I appreciate your, your your kind support in these trying times. I am doing a little bit better than you. Still not great. I'm seven and twelve. I was one and two last week, and I've got three different picks. My uh, my biggest weakness right now is parlays, whether it's same game parlays or just parlays in general. So on Tuesday night tonight, I've got little NBA game. I've got New Orleans versus Memphis. Just kind of looking at it. Uh, I hadn't seen this game up in the Barstool Sportsbook uh, app yet, but that was uh, I haven't checked in a while. I looked on ESPN. The spread was looking like it was New Orleans plus one. New Orleans has lost three in a row. Um, Memphis is on a one-game win streak. I kind of like the Pelicans here just for the sake of value. I feel like plus one, New Orleans is a good team. Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Zion Williamson. I, uh, I'm i rolling with a New Orleans money line. Then we're going to move on to Wednesday. I've got an NBA parlay. I've got the 76ers money line. I've got the Nuggets first Wizards over. I believe the Nuggets over has hit in about 70% of games this year. You love to see that. I'm taking Pacers money line and Warriors money line. Warriors have looked pretty good as of late. Kelly Oubre had a 42-point night, I think, last week. Uh, Steph Curry just had a 30, I believe, a 30-plus 30 point plus game. He's really lighting up this this year. I know that's only because of Twitter, but I, I saw something <laughs> that he tied uh Jordan's 95-96 season for I think it was plus twenty it was over twenty-five points per game and shooting over fifty percent from the field. He's the first person since Jordan in ninety five ninety six to do that for nine really? consecutive games. So I think he has a chance to to break his record or I don't know. I, I didn't really read too far into it, but I did I do know that first part. Wow, I I did not know that. Thank Twitter's you. Twitter's informative, man. <laughs> Thank you for spreading that knowledge there, Charles. And to wrap things up, I've got a nice big parlay for college basketball Thursday night. I've got Alabama and Texas A&M. I'm taking Bama money line. I am, you know, Trevor. You're on such of a heater. That it looks like, you know, coming back from Florida, starting out 0-6. I'm fading you um, on, <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> on Thursday. I'm taking Iowa. Iowa's a hell of a good team. Fuck they, kicked, they kicked the shit out of Michigan State, even though They're Michigan State's me. not good. They beat him by 30. Dead it's, to me. It's To me, it's hard to beat a Tom Izzo team by 30, no matter how bad the team, but this team was bad. That's a, that's a, take- classic, that's a classless move by Iowa. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm taking the Hawkeyes money line here. Luca Garza's an animal. He, Michigan State actually did a really good job defensively on him. Um, but still, I'm rolling with the Hawkeyes. Then Ohio State, Penn State. Ohio State's a good fucking team. I'm taking them to cover the spread on that game. Don't know what it is yet. And I'm looking to make money, and this team has covered in the past. And I just saw them somehow manage to overcome an eight-point game after 20 days off. So I'm taking Michigan to cover the spread against Rutgers. I know this Trevor. This is just a giant <laughs> fuck you, Trevor Parlay. Like, it's just teams I hate. <laughs> Fucking Bama, goddamn Iowa. I don't even. I Ohio mean, I don't State. don't really love Ohio State and fucking but Michigan. You, just but you don't like them. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't really like them. Is, that's just is, that's tough, is Josh. This the fuck you, Trevor Parlay. I think it is, and I hope that you know maybe that doesn't hit, and then my luck resettles back, and I start winning again. Um, at some point here, I'm going to have to. I just, you know, it just hasn't happened yet. You know, I'm a late bloomer in the spring sports betting, I guess. We'll, we'll find a way. We'll find Your a way. time will come. No worries. I, yeah, I, I also have been overextending myself on parlays. I'm trying to get back to the basics and just not do parlays, just take teams straight up. I always am <laughs> like, oh, why would I Why would I do that when I can when I only win $5 on this $5 bet? And I'm like, I put that same $5 bet, I could win $100 if all these yeah, things exactly. hit. Like, <laughs> yeah, because it's hard. Like, oh, geez. I, I I spent some time deep in meditation this week on vacation. I'm going to come back stronger. I, I owe it to you, our listeners, to be better at this. Of course you Fortunately, do. I'm not making a living off gambling because if it was, I would be eating rice. And that's <laughs> it. Rice and water would be my only diet based off of how I'm performing gambling so far. But so A good old package of ramen. Exactly. Ah. Ramen might even be too much for that budget, but, uh, you know, Josh, we have a brand bright new week ahead of us here. Yes, we do. You know, we have two shows coming to you guys still. Uh, we apologize for not having last weekend. We should have, we should have been a little bit better. I'm more on top of that, (laughs) but, uh, somebody fell asleep. Uh, not me. (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, we hope, hope you guys all have fantastic Tuesdays. Good luck in the gambling streets of the world out there. It's it's not been easy. Stay safe in these (laughs) blizzards if you're out in them. And have a good week, Josh. I look forward to talking to you a little bit later on, buddy. Peace. See ya.